Hello, everyone, and welcome to a nice, cozy, autumnal episode of Project Tonic. Despite it being literally freezing and icy outside where I am right now, it's—I almost died several times um, on my commute to work and back to work. So. You know, we're absolutely thriving in this nuclear winter. I hope everyone is safe and healthy and, uh, you know, we survive whatever results we get during the election. Regardless, I am one half of the podcast, as well as Caesar Sessie, or whatever you like to call me, as long as that rude, because I will cry about it. I'm a very sensitive person. Today, I have water and a uh, hot black tea with honey. Sergio, how are you? Introduce yourself and let us know how you're doing and all of those good hey, things. Hey, guys. I'm the least sensitive person out in the world, because I probably don't have a soul. As I'm maybe half ginger. Um, I'm also drinking water. It is cold for Houston standards, which means it's just below 60. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And it's dry. I am fine. Um, Getting still having election anxiety because we're only five days away from this disastrous year. Determining who's our next leader of the free world (laughs) next year. Um. But overall, I think I'm okay. I'm handling a little bit better than last week. Um, there's snow over there, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate it. Literally, okay, so our apartment complex didn't tell us shit. They're just like, make sure you have your faucets leaking and make sure you turn your heat around because it's going to freeze. And it did freeze. <laughs> However, our stairs are steel, Ooh. and so whatever, like, gets on there, it's, like, it's icy, it's slushy, and so I almost fell, like, six different times, and then, like, the initial freeze when everything was, like, slushy and weird, I had to, like, I was walking to work, and I didn't have my non-slips, so I was, like, I was, like, walking on eggshells, like, it was absolutely <laughs> terrifying, like, I almost, like, fell six different times, there was, like, crazy drivers still, and I was, like, dude, this fucking sucks, but, um... As, like, I had a couple days off from work, so, like, everything's, like, defrosting, and hopefully, like, I'll be able to, like, walk to work a little bit safer. I'm just, like, terrified because literally, so, like, we had to, like, do, like, some weird tasks for, like, a, for Covenant because they get a lot of goodie bags mm-hmm. from us from, from where I work uh, for some reason. So while we were, like, getting some stuff for the goodie bags ready, within, like, a 40-minute time span, there had already been, like, 83 accidents, Jeez. like, on, on the loop because people don't know how to drive. Yeah, so please, if because I, I know like uh, some of my New York friends, it's it's barely even like forty degrees over there, but it's like thirty twenty eight degrees every like day here oh. since like it's gotten cold. So I don't know what the hell's going on with winter, but I just hope everyone is staying safe. And if you do have a car, please drive with caution because it is not worth like losing your well, life because you were like late to your class or whatever, or like late to an appointment. Definitely you know? not. And also like living in Lubbock, people do not. It's because everyone in. Everyone who lives in Lubbock is probably not from Lubbock. It's like one of those college towns. And people just like are disastrous drivers from whatever big city they're from. And people do not know how to fucking drive in Houston. Yeah. uh, In Lubbock, I mean. And literally when it iced, when the, when the roads, roads get iced, you probably should not be driving on that loop. Exactly. Then that's so like the first everyone's like first instinct is like to get off of all like the highways and the freeways, but to keep going like on the surface streets or like on like the where all the stop plans and uh-huh. stuff like that. But no, they're like fuck it, no one's gonna be on the loop and then they all end up like piling up and it's just it's just a yeah. hot mess. So yeah, be safe if it's icy out there like where they are. Oh my god. The hot, hot mess. Well, I hate the snow, so I probably wouldn't be driving out there in the first place because <laughs> I just hate the snow of crunching snow. I hate I the like sound s- of crunching snow so much. 
I think it's a really no. satisfying sound. I like when it's like, um, like how everything like kind of just gets silent uh-huh. and it's like all you can hear kind of is like the wind because the birds are quiet, the bird, you know, they're dying and like the cats are underneath the thingies. It's like, an, I don't know. I love like winter and fall sounds, like the crunching of leaves, like the soft padding of snow, the falling of snow. I think you just like hate uh, nature and I think no, she's no, going to no, come no, no. for you. I, I'm going to be honest. I love nature. I just hate snow. I'm down for I'm down to I'm down to come around with fall, spring, and summer. But when it comes to winter, fuck that. Because <laughs> especially I only dealt with snow a couple times in my life. But just going yeah. every time when I step somewhere, it's I'm not down for that. It's annoying. It sounds better than that. It's not. It's like a like you make it sound like it's a duck dying. Oh my god! <laughs> I think it's a pleasant sound, but obviously, again, we're too rare people. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm I'm just hoping that it that it, for the time being, while we're still in the transition of October to November, that it doesn't get too too harsh. Because I know in this come December, it's going to be pretty awful, especially when everyone like mm-hmm. leaves to go home for yeah. the break or whatever. Uh, so yeah, but like I tried going downstairs. Like I threw out some garbage the other day with like my non sips on, and I felt a lot safer because it does have like more traction on it. Because I was literally about to spend like thirty dollars on like ice shoes, but then I was like, let me just like see if these ones work. I just need to buy Doctor Scholl's because oh. I am flat footed and my feet just like destroy, <laughs> destroy inner soles of like uh, my shoes. Uh, so I gotta make that investment. But luckily they saw them on my so, work. So. Um, I when I moved to Lubbock for school, I had a cousin. I had two older cousins that went to tech as yeah. well, and uh, their mother, my aunt, mm-hmm. told my mom that they sh- she should buy me ice shoes. I my mom bought me two pairs of ice shoes. Mm-hmm. Ones that are very flexible and they work as normal like uh, yeah uh, boots that I can wear. So I use those a lot more often. But the ones I couldn't really use, which are mm-hmm. these fluffy Converse that have like you know the ridges on them. I maybe used it twice. Ew. And no one probably recognizes these shoes because I only really use them twice. It's the ice is not yeah. that bad. <laughs> I mean, if you don't if you don't have a lot of places to walk, well, true. You, you'll you'll most likely be yeah. fine just like wearing sneakers or boots anywhere. But if you're someone who like has to like I guess like walk like within like ten to twenty or even like yeah. thirty minutes then, or some people like yeah. have a whole ass commute, it's yeah, you would definitely need to, like, wear them yeah. more often for sure. Hopefully, I'll be fine with mine because I really don't feel like buying new shoes, especially if I'm going to be moving next mm-hmm. year. And, and I don't know how hard it snows over there. But it does get a little bit of snow, but I don't think it's as bad as it does it's get over bad. here. Like, over here, it's really intense, honestly. Um, and, yeah. But I do want to let viewer, uh, listeners know that if Cecilia does <laughs> slip on steel stairs and cracks her head open. If I die, she will yeah. be automatically replaced with someone else. So Project Tonic will not slow down, not even to cry for a host. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let y'all know if I do die, Project Tonic will never be the same because Sergio doesn't know how to edit, and <laughs> and whoever the next host is, it's gonna take forever. So be prepared for like a hiatus in between episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will call it the uncut and under, unedited version of Project Tonic. So you, Ugh, it's gonna sound so awful. <laughs> so there's gonna be a lot of barking noises, more than usual. Yeah, more than usual. It's gonna sound awful. It's gonna sound like we're y'all are gonna be muffled in an elevator, like when the people on the overcom at like oh, any yeah. like grocery store or whatever, and they like they need someone to come to the aisle. Or like when like the uh, the like bus people say we're stopping next, but it sounds so garbled and like harsh that you don't even know what the fuck hey, they're saying. 
That's what that's what it's gonna be. Just imagine we that. might as well just go record at a grocery store and do one of those microphones. Oh god. Um, imagine trying to record at a grocery store. That would be awful. <laughs> Holy shit. Um what was the, oh so recently uh, recently I was on YouTube uh and remember I talked about seeing mm-hmm. videos about the struggle and we and I asked you what would happen if they broke yeah. up well they just broke up last week <gasps> did they break <laughs> yeah. up oh my god and what did they announce they, they made this really uh 18 minute long video the Saying that we're blindsided <laughs> from the rela- the really the person who broke up, and it's funny because the person who oh broke up the relationship wasn't part of the relationship mm-hmm. at the beginning, so this was just the third person coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were saying they were blindsided. They were doing a lot of the victim card. Uh, they were playing the victim card. Oh um, god! But it's really yeah. funny because they haven't posted anything since that video. And like the the mm-hmm. video they did the week before, it was all three making this cake. I think what it was that's what it was they were making, and it's just like one week mm-hmm. later they released that video, but they haven't released anything else. No more statements oh or anything. And so it's kind of funny seeing that we probably jinxed them. Yeah, honestly, like first of all, if that's like what's the basis of your entire channel is going to be focused on? Here's what I'll say for that: like niche content is good. Mm-hmm. But niche content as well is not completely sustainable because eventually as a creator, you're going to want to branch out. Seeing that like all the, all these people had was going for them is that like, oh yeah, haha, we have a poly relationship. Oh yeah, like we're a throuple. That doesn't really, like, it kind of goes to show that like they kind of have to like, um, I guess like expose their like private life in mm-hmm. order for them to actually, you know, have a YouTube following, which is really kind of sad because it's like, because of, like, you know, you predicted that they, they would have their downfall, what else is going to be left for them? Yeah. You know, like, are they going to try to find a third? You know, like, I just feel like this is definitely the end of, like, their YouTube career. They can rebrand if they want. Um, is, do you know if their, like, Instagram is, like, branded as the same thing? Or is it just, like, them, like, as a couple? Because they can definitely, like, do, like, other so, brand deals and sponsorships, I, you know? But so I don't know. I believe this, the one content. of the members of the Thrupple... Uh, well, formerly Thruple wasn't all is on OnlyFans, so they do uh, yeah. Uh, what I call it? What would you call it? They do content online. Um, they do a, and, yeah, yeah. They and, do a content online. Um, from what I know is that they have individual branded accounts. It's funny because I haven't really looked at their joint oh, branded and, account. Yeah, I only looked at their individual one. Yeah. Honestly, they'll probably be fine if they go their separate rate ways. But as far as like, they're definitely gonna have to do like an overhaul for their YouTube channel. Honestly, I think it's really funny. Like, how are you that uncreative that you just have to be like, oh yeah, this is the basis of my content. This is all that we're gonna do. Like, how naive do you have to be, honestly? And like, granted, like a lot of creators start out there where they're like, oh, I'm only mm-hmm. gonna do makeup, or I'm only gonna do movie reviews, or I'm only gonna do this. But sometimes that content is a lot more sustainable because it's like, how much more into detail can you go about being the third in a couple, mm-hmm. in a throuple, you know? Like, oh, like, we sleep this way in bed, or this is how we grow groceries, <laughs> or this is how we pay the rent, you know? Like, with makeup and, like, with movie reviews, you know, there's so much more content you can do. Like, you can do, like, stuff on looks, you can do yeah, skincare, yeah. you can do stuff on, like, the directors, actors, you know? There's not a lot of substance in being a throuple. So, you know... um, they were clowns, and you know now they just have to go back to the circus. You know what else? <laughs> what else can they do? Well, they gotta they get made one a of those themselves. And, well, they just know. got in their clown car, kicked someone, someone, one of the clowns left. Now they need to get someone else in their clown <laughs> car. So, mm-hmm. 
to yeah, the lucky third in the future. Cities. Good for them. <laughs> if y'all are looking, if y'all are listening, Sergio, he can he can definitely go with y'all. If y'all want. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm almost in, married, uh, so I'm not interested I'm in off. a throuple at this moment. <laughs> um, seems too complicated for my life. <laughs> I'm busy mm-hmm. fucking ghosts and aliens right the now. The logistics so, of that is uh, a... throuples are kind of off the true, board. True, true. He's a yeah. <laughs> his, his Google Calendar is absolutely bursting to the brim with activity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to get into the title of the episode, to go, I guess, with like the theme of like thanks and uh, Thanksgiving content, well, not necessarily Thanksgiving, content, but November content, you know, <laughs> fall stuff and things like that. What reminds you of fall to me? Or, like, those holidays, because we're already, like, near Thanksgiving and Christmas, because Halloween just happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I always think of, like, one, like, the Peanuts specials on ABC, and then two, like, the toy one, and, like, the ice, uh, Rudolph the Render Radio, the claymation one, and then also the one of, like, uh, the Cotton Cold Brothers, I don't know what they're called, but, like, them. I think of all of, like, those, because those are very, like, reminiscent of, like, sitting by the TV and eating, like, your dinner or whatever Uh those. So, we... (laughs) <laughs> it's funny because you just rebranded this uh, the, the thanks you just rebranded the jack frost movie and we're calling him for now on we're rebranded oh, it as that's them what it is. and it's a horror movie <laughs> <laughs> the sequel to us oh i didn't know that's what it was called oh uh, well i don't know but he has a brother right what is his brother's name um he is a uh, I believe uh, is Jack Frost and he, the other dude shoots fire. So really, what Frozen Two was supposed yeah, to be about? Yeah, the, the hot and cold brothers. Yeah. So what Frozen Two was supposed to be about? Um, this movie, it's what it was. That's what it is. Uh, I don't know exactly what it's called. It's the original. Yeah. But it's a really good movie. I like I like the movies because they have good messages. I guess kind of, sort of. I haven't watched them in a long time, literally, so I don't know. But. Yeah, we're going to be discussing <laughs> the, the Peanuts Thanksgiving special or, like, episode or whatever. First of all, what I'm going to say is I have beef with Peppermint Patty because it's, like, how do you, like, just not want to spend time with your family? And also, how do you just, like, invite yourself oh, over to someone else's Thanksgiving? I cannot tell like, you. Thingy? Like, I get, like, as adults, it's cringy, right? Like, it's, it's like, I cannot annoying. tell you what's bugged me more ahead, in yeah. life. Ever since I've been a young child, is people just inviting themselves over to my place. <laughs> Do not come. At yeah. least let me know you're coming. Do not just arrive at my house and say, I am coming or knocking at my door. Let me know. <laughs> I don't think any of us would have that oh, to no, you. No, we no, always no. like ask, so like, oh, like, can we go to your place? Like, <laughs> I'm not complaining about you guys. <laughs> I, I would... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just trying to think, like, because I, I know I was, like, annoying, like, my first two years at university, so I don't know if I ever, like, overstep that boundary with like other friends but it's just like i think like in the dorms it was kind of the norm because we all basically like lived in the building together mm-hmm. just like we all had different rooms so it was kind of like commonplace to just say like hey like let's go to someone's room or whatever and then we just show there for the rest of the night you know um but like as a i feel like also i don't know if it's just like white families because uh um i mean like franklin's there too frank but franklin's different he just happened to be there how do you like just not you know, how do you ask, how do you go about asking permission as like a, I guess like a 10, 9 year old to say like, hey, fuck you guys. Can I go spend Thanksgiving with my friend? Because I don't think I would have been allowed to do that as a kid. No. Also, you know, like um, what? How does that work? Was, as adults, it's different. You know? Yeah. My mom would say, what the fuck are you thinking? This is a family holiday. Yeah. And stay in your lane. Exactly. You motherfucker. Family. Uh, 
Not only that, Peppermint Patty also has the audacity <laughs> to not only invite herself, but invite two more people over. Yeah, and Marcy and Franklin. Yeah, like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> she, I don't get it. Also, why does she call Char- Charlie Chuck? Is that like is that like a nickname for people who are named Charles or Charlie yes. or whatever? Yes, yeah, so I don't, that I don't is like a, that. that is a nickname for people who are named Charles and Charlie. Well, I mean, Charlie's already a nickname of yeah. Charles, so I guess this is just a shortened version of Charlie. Yeah. Um, Another nickname for him. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't know. She's the only one who calls him that. And then, well, all of Peppermint Patty's mm-hmm. friends call him Chuck. I don't know. I don't know. She seems interesting, honestly. Okay, so basically what happens in this episode is that uh, the little fake therapy girl, I forget Lucy. her name, but she tricks Charlie Brown. And honestly, Lucy, yeah, I resonate with him a lot because he was literally like, oh, so you're going to fucking kill me? You're going to uh, take the ball away from me and I'm going to fucking fly in the air and die? And I was like, I absolutely feel you because I was a very depressed kid. <laughs> and so, like, I think a lot of us as, you know, young adults uh, resonate mm-hmm. with that part. Um, so she tricks him and then we never see her ever no. again for the episode. And I was like, I mean, I don't know where she went. Yeah, I like her. I think she's one of my favorite. She's less insufferable than Peppermint Patty. Oh, yeah. I mean... And so after that, you know... Um, yeah, like, my favorite character in the yeah. Peanuts is uh, Lucy. Um, fuck every other Peanuts character like because they're so bland and annoying. Mm. Uh, so after that, they meet up with Charlie's sister. I forget her name. And Sally. then they meet up with the blanket kid. And then she basically talks to Sally yeah, and Linus. Sally and the other uh, I don't know. Linus. Sally and Linus. Okay, yeah. So they talk about um basically she has she has to do homework and she's tired of writing essays and she's like, fuck this, this sucks, like and then uh, about school and stuff. And then apparently her Sally and Linus are like a thing, but isn't he like the dirty blanket kid? Like he just drags around his blanket all around town. Like, how do you have a crush on that? Like, have some standards, guys. <laughs> <laughs> also, anyway, I, so I after mean, that, I do have to say to that Charlie. Linus and Sally are younger than Charlie and Lucy and all the other characters. And um, yeah, they're like yeah. And Sally is really into Linus, and Linus kind of doesn't really like her. I mean, you know, it's like the kid thing. Like you're I like, mean, well, yeah. they hold hands and they yeah, let them but hold I mean, hands. And the other specials, he's so like. It doesn't want her to like be infatuated with him, you know. Mm, maybe he knows maybe. he's stinky. Anyway, so after that, they all they all go to Charlie's house, Charlie and Sally's house or whatever, and they talk about like Thanksgiving and stuff because they're going to Grandma's at four thirty. And then that this is when shit hits the fan. This is when <laughs> fucking Patty calls five different times and she's like yo guess what bitch i'm coming over and then she and then charlie charlie doesn't even get a word in no he, she just assumes everything and it's a very one-sided conversation um and then even like the brief in the brief moment that like linus and charlie get to talk uh between peppermint patty's million billion calls uh he's like so why can't you just explain that to her and she's like well you know when you talk to patty you can't even get a fucking word in uh, <laughs> and so she calls again and she's like, guess what, bitch? Marcy's coming. And he's like, oh, shit. And then she calls again and <laughs> Franklin's coming. And then um, I guess like so in, so in between that, like they call or like Snoopy goes over and like tells them that like, yo, come over early because uh, Charlie, it's not that he doesn't want them to go to his grandma's, but it's also like it's a family thing, you know? 
you want to have time with your friends and your family on separate occasions. Um, <laughs> but I think like if this was like a to make it more sense, make it more more sense, I guess it would just be easier to just ask your grandma from the get go, like, "Hey, can my friends come over?" If they clearly like they have like that big ass car that fits like the five whole kids, you oh, know what I mean? And, and I feel like only, that would have been easier. Not only, but- not only that, the car has like the seats. Uh, broken apart because like there's a seat right next to the door they open in the back, and, mm-hmm. and the the way yeah. the seats are in the back make no sense. And also, like ultimately, the resolution to uh Charlie's problem is his grandmother inviting everyone over. Right? He could have easily done that in the beginning, but um, yeah, you know, white bald people they tend to not they only think about the situation <laughs> in hand. So, I think true, overall. True. So after this. <laughs> yeah, uh, Linus basically like, takes initiative, and he's like, "Yo, Snoopy, like, go bust out a table, bust out some chairs." And then we get like a nice scene of like Snoopy and the bird just like fucking you around. Call this nice? and honestly, I think that was my favorite scene. The bird no, and the dog—that is fun. dog abuse. Yes. That is animal abuse. A human is demanding a dog oh to follow orders, and the way the dog gets treated by that chair that automatically becomes alive or something the fuck, or whatever that happens with that magical chair. Yeah, that scene was um, weird. Animal but abuse. other than that, it was interesting seeing the bird the bird and the dog's dynamic. I love Snoopy, and I love the bird. They're my favorite characters, because they're just having a ball. And also, I love the, like, how expressive they are, they are despite them, like, mm-hmm. not really having any, like, lines or not, like, having any actual voices. I really appreciate that. Uh, uh, after, so, after, like, um, he goes set up the table, they, like, have to, like, cook, quote-unquote, and it's like, first of all, how, how, why <laughs> did Patty expect Charlie to cook a whole seven-course meal? <laughs> When they're literally children, have you seen a child try okay. to cook a turkey? Child children can't even like go to the restroom. And that it's, and also it's like in that scene where Snoopy is making all the toast. Um, do white people have more than one toaster yeah, the toast. at home? Apparently because, they do because they had like twelve of them. Both they were they were I toasting know, it up. But also, why yeah. does this bitch think she's gonna get a whole turkey? And with mashed potatoes and whatever the fuck she's demanding at the end. Mm-hmm. Why does she believe that? The she invited herself over. She could have at least brought a side dish exactly. with her. Exactly. Like, what did you expect? Exactly. They could have come over. They could have helped and make everything. But it's also, like, what, like, nine-year-old, you know, I mean, besides, like, I guess some other, like, anime thingies. But, like, those uh-huh. people are raised differently, I guess. These are, like, children in, like, America. They probably don't know how to even fend for themselves, obviously. <laughs> probably not. Um... So after that, like they're they're chefing it up. They got pretzel sticks, they got some popcorn, they got butter toast, and they got jelly beans. Mm-hmm. And so they bring everything out. Patty and Marcy Franklin come over, and uh, while like Snoopy's making everybody's plate, and also like I feel like there's some like health code violations going on because it's like <laughs> why are you letting a dog serve the food? I love Snoopy, but <laughs> you know, did he wash his hands? He doesn't even have a hairnet. <laughs> he probably could have coronavirus, <laughs> so, oh, and well, we didn't like, know. Who knows? Yeah, there is, like, an animal coronavirus, yeah. but it's, like, less intense than I think human coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So, regardless, um, while Snoopy's making everybody's plates, she's, like, she's making stinky faces. She's being a little bitch. And then she's like, and then that's when, like, she's like, where's the mashed potatoes? Where's the turkey? <laughs> And then Charlie is like, fuck you. Like, he's like, basically like has a breakdown and he's like, I'm out of here. Because literally, 
Patty invited herself over. She was the entire. She's the antagonist. It's like, dude, how do you expect this poor boy to cook at for everything for everybody and when you seriously. basically gave him like short notice, like an hour? Like you better like play around a miracle or something. So basically, she gets Marcy to do her good, her, her dirty work, and she's like, "Can you go tell him how I feel?" Because she literally says like, "Oh shit!" Like I, you know, but like Marcy, I guess like is kind of instigating where she's like. Who invited them over? You did, Patty, you stupid fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. And then, she de- so, like, she definitely um, puts Patty in her place mm-hmm. before she goes and talks to Charlie. Yeah, she does. Yeah, but, but like, Patty's a little bitch, and she's like, no, I can't go talk to Charlie. You go talk to him for me. And, like, Marcy even says, like, twice, like, you should go talk to him if mm-hmm. you like this man. You want to be with this man. I mean, this child. This you man. You need to go fess up and be like, hey, sorry, I was being obnoxious. <laughs> so she gets Marcy to go talk to him. Um, and it's needs. Hold up. <coughs> wow, beautiful SMR. <laughs> if no one um, blessed me, AMSR or whatever the fuck it's I called. Hope, I hope y'all ASMR. Yeah, I hope y'all virtually bless me. Otherwise, I'm gonna get sick and I'm gonna die. Next week. Anyway, you're gonna hear me cough. So Marcy. <laughs> Oh my god, shut up. So after this, Marcy goes talk to Charlie Brown and she's like, yo, like Patty didn't mean it, you know, she, you know, we know she kind of caused this mess, so please don't feel bad because Thanksgiving night is supposed to be about the food, it's supposed to be about us being together as friends, and da da da. And it has a nice message, you know. But, and then I guess eventually like, Patty comes and she's like, oh, like, do a second my apology. And first of all, Charlie didn't even get to say anything either to no, Marcy. It's no, like, no, why no. are y'all forcing all these things on this child? Like, leave him alone. He literally just wanted to wait to go to Thanksgiving with his grandma and y'all are forcing all these issues on him. So, um, they're all still hungry or whatever. And this is when, like, Charlie's grandma calls. No, he calls her grandma because it was four o'clock. And they're like, mm-hmm. fuck, we gotta go to grandma's. <laughs> so he calls her. And then it's resolved because literally she says, of course, first of all, what grandma, what good grandma is going to say no to like four hungry children or like six hungry children, however many children there is, you know, exactly. So she's going to have all these babies over and it's fine. And they end up like in the vehicle and they all go and they're happy. My favorite ending was that um, Snoopy and the bird had a whole ass turkey and a whole ass pumpkin pie Uh in his little uh, dog shed. I think that was the best part (laughs) because like. He could have obviously, like, fixed the situation just given it to them, but he's like, fuck y'all, I'm going to save this turkey for me and the bird. Not only that, um, so... But, yeah, that was... The bird's name is Woodstock. So, Woodstock, um, participates willingly in cannibalism. Did you notice that? I didn't think he was going to eat the turkey, and he did. I was like, yo, this bird's eating a bird. But also, technically, birds are omnivores, so they can eat each other. Or, like, eat other, because they eat bugs. so, but humans are omnivores, not, so if I eat a human, yeah. it's totally fine? Um, I think human cannibalism is different because we understand the concept of, like, having existence and self-awareness, whereas, like, birds and other things like that don't really have that little, like, they don't have those familiar connections, if you understand what I'm saying. I know you don't because you're stupid, but... Well, no, it's not this year for when, th- when Woodstock eats the for, turkey. Well, but this it- year for Thanksgiving, <laughs> instead of getting a turkey, I'm going to play the world's most dangerous game and get myself a human. Good luck trying to do that. There's No no one's going to be outside. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that show um, Hannibal that I never saw, but a lot of people like... Uh, we're shipping the like main character and the antagonist. It's like, bro, I don't, I don't know. If they're supposed to be like gay subtext in that show, but the, all it, it seems like it was. There's a like, lot maybe, of gay. I don't know. There's a lot of gay subtext in that show. 
Mm, maybe I'll, I don't know. Ah. I always thought about watching it, but it's also like people on the internet always go too far oh, with things, yeah. and so I was like, let me like not, yeah, they don't let any, they don't let anybody enjoy anything. It's all <laughs> no, insufferable. It's... So I was like, let me just not <laughs> and just screen and like uh, spoil it for myself, I guess. But yeah, um, did I like this episode of the Peanuts? Because again, like I only don't like the Peanuts Peanuts comics and like some episodes here and there. I'm not like a diehard fan. I think it was cute. I think it was fun. Fuck Peppermint Patty. Fuck Marcy. Franklin is okay. Um, Linus is, Lion, whatever his name is, is annoying. Sally's annoying. Charlie's okay. Lucy's okay. I love Snoopy and Woodsog. Um, overall, I think as someone who's seen uh, a lot of the peanut stuff, um, I kind of like them. I mean, I think Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is the one I like the most. The Christmas stuff is really not my favorite stuff because it's very hand, very handedly and very heavy with the christian subtext and i fucking hate that so much um uh, just because they're really pushing an agenda annoying. um mm-hmm. uh, i do have uh problems with peppermint patty she comes a- she comes across so fucking annoying so fucking demanding and charlie is such a fucking yeah she's very such garish. a fucking pushover dude just say fuck just say no mm-hmm. and what the fuck is up with yeah. all the white people sitting on one side and Franklin sitting by himself on the other side? What the fuck is... What, what's up with that? Oh, my God. They segregated him. <laughs> That's fucked up. Um, I mean, so, I mean... I wasn't... Isn't Peanuts, like, racist ahead. anyway? Like, I swore there was, like, something, like, um, the creator or, like, the series is racist because um, there's not a lot of other, like, characters of color or something like that. I'm not sure. I, know, I read an article forever ago, but I don't know if it has any holds any validity now. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember reading anything like that, but maybe. I don't know. I, I think it's just really weird. Uh, uh, little things are really out of place and seem weird. Um, but overall, I kind of enjoyed yeah. it. I mean, I don't really like the conclusion of it because they wrap it up too fast and it's corny. But, you know... Yeah, I thought it was longer. Yeah, um, yeah I thought it was, like, almost not, an hour, it's only, but it's, like, like a regular minutes. episode. Yeah, it's only, like, yeah. it's less than 30 minutes. It's only 24. I swore it was, like, 45 minutes because yeah. I didn't want to watch it. I was just going to read the Wikipedia <laughs> article. But it's a, it's a lot less. It goes by pretty fast. It goes by pretty fast. Yeah, but overall, it's not bad. <laughs> I do remember watching these all the time when I was younger and, and on ABC... Because that's they yeah. have the rights to those. Um, ABC. Yeah, watching the Chris, yeah. uh, uh, the Great Pumpkin. This one, the the two Christmas ones. Oh, the Great Pumpkin so, is so um, good. Yeah, I mean, they're okay. Yeah. They're entertaining for like ten minutes and then becomes homework. <laughs> yeah, it's really. Um, I I don't know if, if it would say it would like hold up with the times, but it's very very nostalgic. I'll say. Also. Like you mentioned earlier, what the fuck up was all those toasters? Their light bill is going to be like $400. Who needs... Also, who needs that many toasters? No I don't one. need that many toasters. That's a... I, you, I have a toaster oven and the most you could put in there is like four slices of bread mm-hmm. and call it a day. But I wouldn't even eat four slices of bread unless I have no, I have nothing else <laughs> in eat, to eat. But I mean, that's a lot. I mean, yeah. not only that, you get your... You, they ate their basic food groups. You have beans... You have corn, you have dairy, <laughs> and you have a grain. Well, <laughs> that is not a whole meal. <laughs> I'll call it a, a balanced meal. Oh, my God. My gods wish they could do this. I mean, I guess. Not. 
Oh, God, not McDonald's. I mean, McDonald's has their basic food groups, too, as well. So they're not too far off from, you know, being fast food, I guess. Um, It was, was, I don't know. I think it was nice seeing it. Like, it definitely gave me, like, that fuzzy feeling of just, like, nostalgia and stuff like that. But regardless, um, uh, I don't know. If I, like, had cable TV, I guess I would watch it again. But given that, like, we watched it willingly, mm, it was okay. That's all right. I can I would I think it would be fun to review other uh holiday media, I guess. Yeah. I mean, is there another Thanksgiving special you could think of? I don't I don't really th- I think this is it, right? I mean, we could do the Great Pumpkin, but we can also there's um I don't know. We can find like the ABC programming and see what else they have cuz I know there's a bunch of movies as well. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Uh Peanuts is not on ABC anymore. They're um they're on Apple TV now. Yeah, they got bought out. Yeah, so Apple TV has all the rights to all the peanut Ugh. stuff now. Um, which is who? Does anybody even use? And that's what Apple I was TV? about to ask. How many people actually have Apple TV or have a subscription yeah. to their service? It seems yeah. off for them to have it, but yeah. I guess it's people. Yeah, like you would think people will get it for that. I I don't know. It doesn't seem seem something I will get to watch the peanuts. I mean, even, like, Disney Plus, I guess, has more going for it. And that's, like, only Disney content. But they also bought out so much other companies that they have a lot more than just, like, the, uh, um, what is it called? Uh, Peanuts. Like, with the Apple TV, like, they have, like, a, a lot of uh, original shows, but none of them seem good. And I get, like, advertisements for them occasionally, but it's, like, none of them seem attention-grabbing. Like, all they have is, like, big stars' names, like, really common actors on them. And mm-hmm. it's, like, that's not appealing to me. Like, I want to see hidden talent. I want to see a new talent. I want to see indie uh, content, you know? That's not... I don't know, but it's not for me. Like, I've never really been an Apple fanatic, so if anyone, like, actually ha- has the subscription, let us know at us at tonic pod on twitter because i think it'd be interesting to hear about it i mean i have a apple tv subscription just because it came free with my a new iphone that i bought like a year ago i mean do you like i it? i don't use it <laughs> that's the thing i've never used to watch anything original on apple tv <laughs> so yeah <sighs> um I think you should give us a review. Like, maybe, like, do a deep dive one day and just see, like, what's on there and force yourself to, like, watch it and then report back. Because I think that would be really interesting. Because it seems like they have a decent budget to produce shows, but it's, like, how much of them are going to stick to the wall when you throw so much at it? You know, like, you can throw money at a wall, but that doesn't uh-huh. mean the w- it's going to stick, you know? You know you know what we should do? We should find the worst review thing on Apple TV wow. and watch and review it. Yes, yes. I think that would be really fun, honestly. And then we could do that with Netflix and Hulu and whatever other platforms there are that we have. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be really fun. Um, I, I, I would say we don't do Amazon TV because I don't want to support Bezos. And also, Amazon TV doesn't even have like a proper subscription. It's like you have to pay per episode, right? Or something like that. Yeah, I don't have Amazon TV just because uh, I don't want to pay for extra streaming services that I don't really have anything that don't cater to me. Yeah, 
everything else is like available online or like something that you already have. Like Netflix and Hulu, I think are pretty good. Yeah. Disney Plus, eh, it's like if you really like Disney that much, I guess. But it's like a lot of us have like DVDs and VHSs, so like you can just rewatch those, mm-hmm. you know. Well, the thing is, like for people who still have those. Yeah, I, I mean, I have Disney Plus and I have a whole bunch of VHSs, but I don't have a VCR player anymore. So, uh, I watch all my nostalgic stuff in there. As a fan of The Little Mermaid, um, I don't know why I'm such a fan of The Little Mermaid, (laughs) but ever since Disney Plus came out, I've seen it maybe about ten times. Why? Why? Can you explain why? Because I don't think anyone needs to see that movie ten times. Okay, so, uh, maybe it's because it has to deal with, um... Being underwater, and I like the emotion of swimming. And if you could see the thing, I don't know. None of our listeners can listen, can hear, or I mean, see. He's but doing I'm doing the, the motion wave. with my hand. Yeah, I think that's kind of. Um, I love the way it looks. Um, uh, as someone who likes mm-hmm. traditional animation, uh, I mean, I like anything that's animated. Yeah. Um, but uh, liking traditional animation, uh, I think uh, the Little Mermaid has a little mm-hmm. bit more complex motions than the rest of the Disney classics. So it really interested me. And plus, who doesn't want to sing "Part of Your World" underwater? <laughs> I like the Little Lobster. I think the Little Lobster guy is fun. I think my favorite classic. Well, because I don't know if it would be considered classic. Because what we consider classic is like not necessarily like what Disney considers classic. Because we are like younger. But, and Disney has been around since, like, 1960, 1950s, or 1920s. I don't fucking know. Regardless, I love uh, the original Cinderella. I love the little rats. I love the blue and pinks. I love the fairy godmother. I love the pumpkin. I think it's a very, very good movie in that sense. And I'm not someone who's very, like, aha, I love Disney, because there's a lot of adults out there who are our age who oh, love, um, who use Disney I as a personality. To, I do have to say, <laughs> if Disney is your personality, get a new personality. Grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do find some something find else. something else. Yeah. Murder people if you have to get a personality. If that's your personality, I'd rather have you Please go murder people don't. than Disney being it. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, it's not um, it's not cute. And also, like, if you're an adult, like, I don't want to say like because I don't ever want to like say people's hobbies are like cringe or anything like that. But to a certain extent, you have to realize like what else do I enjoy besides giving money to a big company that doesn't care whether I live or die? You know, like you have to think about it in that sense. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I think it's intense. I mean, I think about, you could be a fan, you could be a a long-term fan of any subject out there. Yeah, a fan. But I think taking it to a level up to an obsession where you're decorating your whole house, obsession, just full of Disney shit. And Everything. you only care about Disney yeah. shit. Um, you might need to reevaluate yeah. yourself. And I didn't mean the murder comment. I was just trying to be funny or shocking. But I mean, it's not He's funny. It's not funny though. Um, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's no yeah. Ha- get go through some trauma <laughs> yeah. or something. You um, know? <laughs> get yeah, get funny. <laughs> uh, just like it, it just seems odd that Disney is a thing for a lot of people. You know. Yeah, same thing with like Harry Potter. Like same I don't thing get the ever, I don't yeah. get the en- enamoring of it. Yeah, it's like what I don't know. I guess it's just kind of like when like the internet or like when people like um 
are like blank slates or something and they take that one thing that they love and are obsessed with and are passionate about and just make it their whole like their whole life is dedicated to it it's a it's interesting but it's also like why this thing you know like do you forget that like people can be multifaceted and have other interests besides it i don't know or maybe like it just impacted them so much to the degree like i know like a lot of people like um like disney because it seems like a beacon of happiness i guess or like a franchise of happiness and because they like gone through so much like shit in their life or whatever that like disney was i guess that one thing that had that stability for them that Mm -hmm. is the only like instance i guess where it's kind of reasonable but even then it's like you don't have to take it so far where it's like all of your money and all of your savings and all of your goals are to like live breathe eat disney you know like appreciate it but don't let it be don't let it like be all of your life like same thing with like harry potter and like other things like even like anime or like other things like people are like wasting their savings on all of these like merch merchandise and clothing and and food items and stuff like that and it's like there's more to life than just being obsessed over this one thing and i totally get it because i am definitely like those people like <laughs> i definitely like get those waves of obsession but it's not like i'm gonna have like body pillows and anime figurines mm-hmm. and let it like be my whole life you know well like yeah. there's other things i enjoy i, mean, I i'm the same so way take a step i like back, take a step back, i like geek fandom i mean i like like i said on this podcast i collect Funko yeah. Pops your Funko and, Pops uh, <laughs> comic books but I mean it's not like to where it's my only thing in life I, I was watching this video yeah, on, YouTube, exactly. on YouTube I believe it was um, uh, Insider Edition or something one of those uh, old people shows this lady yeah. she was she was saying that she loves <laughs> Disney so much she like moved from wherever she was living from she moved to, to Orlando to be close to the park um, her whole room yeah, has this, uh, I forget how many, f- uh, Mickey Mouse, uh, figurines. And she says that she hates Minnie Mouse because Mickey Mouse is her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I've seen that episode. It, uh, no, I've seen, like, the screencast of it because, uh, Noah Miller did a, uh, did commentary on it on his, like, <laughs> uh, his second channel. And it's basically, uh-huh. like, like, she was asking for, like, like merchandise, like, um, display stuff from Target. She's like, oh, like, can I have it? I'll oh, it away. Yes. It's like, no, yeah. because they're going to reuse it next season. Yeah, yeah, like, she has so many. And again, like, she even says, too, like, I think, like, she reiterates the point that I made, like, um, because, like, uh, she was an immigrant or something like that, like, it was, see, like, it, Mickey made, Mick, Minnie, Mick, whatever it is, Mickey was there for, like, a lot of, like, I guess, a part of her life for the happier moments, so that's why she's like so i guess indebted to the mouse and that's why like she loves him to that degree like she even like she 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 visits the park like three times a day and has him like tons upon tons of like uh like vintage things and pictures with him and it's like that's cool but it's also like because like she could be a collector but it's also like this is her whole Mm -hmm. life like she spends so much of her life there i don't even think she has a job like i think she's like a full-time retiree and her husband works or whatever and like he even he even has to tell her like hey like chill out yeah, yeah exactly um i think um i forgot my train of thought uh, oh, oh i remember as someone who's also indebted to the mouse and who is my <laughs> boss we should stop bashing him um but i oh, just God. wanted to bring it on and talk about that for a little bit but um thank you mickey mouse all i the mouse anyway yeah i don't know um uh so to talk about the possibility of future sponsorships, um, I don't think Disney is ever going to touch us <laughs> because not that like we're harsh critics, but definitely not family friendly in the sense that I just curse so much about the Peanuts who are children, <laughs> a children's series and show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, not um, even the most, other brands, though, not even the most edgy part of Disney, Disney will touch us. <laughs> 
Disney has has definitely no longer been edgy for a while. I uh, think like the Star Wars. early 2010s was the, like a little bit of their edgy when they. Star Wars doesn't count because Star Wars is a bought out property. Oh, it wasn't Disney's right. to begin with, right? I so guess. shut up, bitch. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, grow out of I it. have a dream that one day I will be an Imagineer and uh, create the most horrible roller coaster at Disney Parks that no one will ride and I'll get sued. That is my dream. You have to be you have to be an engineer and you're uh, advertising. I imagine I'm an uh, <laughs> engineer, so I think that's enough, right? Sure, sure, <laughs> I guess. Dude, the amount of people that like I knew like uh, as like engineering students who like all they wanted to do was work for Disney and like <laughs> so many of them applied to like the Imagineer program and it's like, bro, like I hear, get a grip. And like all I, of them are talented. All of them are I hear yeah. it's a very hardcore program to apply really for, too. It is, yeah. You you have to have, like, a lot of, like, volunteering hours, and you have to, like, proven that you're working on projects and things like that. Um, I don't know the logistics of it, but, like, if you get into the program, that's, like, super good on your resume. But also, like, that doesn't mean that you're going to have your foot in the door with the company. Um, only because, like, I don't know. Um... For other things, like with my degree as well, like it's easier to get my foot in the door in that sense because I already have a relationship with the company. But mm-hmm. with Disney, I heard it's a little harder because you're not guaranteed a position. So maybe don't put all your eggs in one basket and maybe look for smaller companies. Um, I, but that's just my advice. I, but again, I met um, take someone, it with a grain of salt because I don't have a legit job. Yeah. <laughs> I met someone who's real, who it. was in my uh, track line at, at school. But also, they were part of the SGA on yeah. campus. But the only talk, the only thing mm-hmm. they talked about was um, the time they worked at the Disney Park. You know, because they have that weird internship program they have for students. And there were, and he yeah. was talking about how he loved being goofy. I was like, really? You're gonna brag about not being a top tier character? You're bragging about being goofy? That's weird. Yeah. By the way. I mean, I like Goofy, but it's also like, you're not even Minnie or Mickey, bro. You're not even Donald Duck. You're Goofy. That's like the fourth. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, That's yeah. interesting. I mean, That's a weird thing to be proud of, honestly. Yeah. And also, it kind of shows you what kind of person he is. But, oh well. Good for him. Definitely. I hope he continues his Goofy yeah. dream. oh my god uh yeah i'm done talking about disney oh my goodness but do you have anything else you would like to share with us or do you Um, want to discuss i I would like to share that um nothing i'm nothing is going on my life (laughs) just anxiety (laughs) and waiting for this hell this hit this year of hell just to end already i'm just waiting for it to end I'm excited for 2021 only because it's not going to be 2020. I'm going to be honest. Uh, this year has been very, very difficult for a number of reasons for a lot of people. So I can really understand like the exhaustion and the tiredness and the anxiety. Regardless of what happens, please, everyone, listeners, I don't care about Sergio. Just keep going. You know, you know, I a lot of people do work regardless of... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at Sergio's face when I said this wasn't for him. But, you know, continue to do what you can within your own limits. And don't push yourself too hard because we're all trying our best. This year has been a shit show. Yes, it has. But keep going. You know, thing, there's there's no um, there's no guarantee that we're going to wake up tomorrow, you know, 
live every day like it's your last or whatever. I don't know. I was trying to be motivational, but then I don't have a lot of energy. So wow. forgive me for like not being the best optimist as I usually for a mo- <laughs> motivation for a motivation a motivational speech. I feel like I need to <laughs> self reflect before I die. <laughs> You know, you got to, you got to. Um, so <laughs> take what I say with a grain of salt, but please, like, don't feel, like, as negative as we are. Not to say that, like, we're feeling very negative, but there's a lot of doom and gloom, and we don't want you to, to feel all doomy and gloomy here. We're here for laughs. We're here for entertainment. So please, while you're here with us for the small hour that we are, have a good time. Um, so do you have anything else to share with us before we get into our um, concept of the week? Just a little, like, <laughs> just a little pitch. Maybe for season two, we should do much more inspirational. We should say much more inspirational things so we can make quotes and probably stitch it to a pillow or something and start selling those. Um, I'm not good at sewing, so I'm not going to stitch. Mm. Also, I'm not good at merchandising. I don't have a lot of memorable phrases. Rememorable phrases. Um, and we also don't have an audience that cares about us. So <laughs> maybe in season two, towards the later half, we can definitely consider doing it. We that. we all know there's just one person that really cares about us who's our number one fan. But other than that, we don't know. Exactly. It's just... It's just Kenzie and Miguel that listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, we're, but regardless, okay. if you've made it this far, yeah, yeah. thank you for listening. Um, this week's cocktail, I forgot what it's called. Okay, it's called a drunken pumpkin spice latte or a drunken pumpkin spice latte, whatever the hell it is. It is <laughs> it's two tablespoons of pumpkin pie spice, three tablespoons of a granulated sugar, one lemon wedge, a cup and a half of boiling water, two tablespoons of espresso powder, two tablespoons of, I guess, powdered sugar, five ounces of rum chata, and five ounces of pumpkin pie vodka with whipped cream for garnish. It looks pretty sexy whenever you see it when this comes out. Um, however, I don't know if I want to drink this because um, it sounds like it's going to ruin my intestines. <laughs> Um, I do want to make a comment. Do you remember last week when you judged my complicated, uh, uh, ingredient list? This sounds much more complicated. This one is not that yes, complicated. You this have to not. divide I ingredients. This, I will put the screenshots. I will put the screenshots on Twitter and y'all can talk about it because Sergio's ingredient list is way longer than mine. <laughs> yours was like a whole paragraph. This one is not that bad. Well, yours has like seven different okay, ingredients but, while mine only had like five. No, yours was intense. Okay. I, yours was a lot longer than I someone I swear. who, who we will compare bartended, <laughs> uh, I know what I'm doing and I know you what don't. I'm talking about. You're a failed bartender. You bartended at your house. You fucking liar. <laughs> Don't let anything Sergio says is a lie. I just want you to know that right now. <laughs> he never tells the truth. <laughs> it's anyway, almost as I'll I'll put me- the screenshots yeah. on our Twitter. Yeah, it's almost as I'm meant to be a yeah, politician. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, sure. Sergio for President 2020, whatever. I don't know the years. But for the Project Tonic Party. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be a project of alcoholics (laughs) anyway if you want to follow the podcast socials we are at tonic pod on twitter at project tonic pod on instagram and project tonic on youtube if you'd like to follow my personal socials i am at isnosomnia i-s-n-o-s-o-m-n-i-a on twitter and instagram you can follow me on those ones if you would like Sergio, what are yours and let us know if you have any final comments for this episode yeah um 
my socials are you can follow me on instagram and twitter at search thoughts and before we uh dismiss the class i do want to say that if you enjoy or hate us or anything uh make just make sure you like and share or at least rate us on apple podcast and it'll help <laughs> us to get more noticed yeah. by other people yeah. um and if you hate me let me know in the comments <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Add us on Twitter and get some more engagement, whether you love us or you hate us. If you made it this far, we know you appreciate us. Um, I will see y'all in the next episode. Have a good day, night, evening, or wherever you are. Bye.